time and space is an angle for the smart and me. But my universe keeps on pulling me back into our self-imposed species size. Bring the tyranny. Hello everyone and welcome to Ring of Tyranny. I am your host Alan Johns and you are listening to the only hashtag WrestleCast in the hashtag WrestleCast Nation hosted by an ex-truth teller such as myself. I welcome you to the show. We welcome you. Uh, our, our Ring of Tyranny family welcomes you uh, for our first time listeners. Thank you for coming. Uh, we are no longer explaining the sordid back history backstory of the show. So if you would like to familiarize yourself with the ins and outs of a space alien destroying my previous truth-telling operation empire of which I was CEO slash emperor, you can go back and listen to the 40 or so episodes that constitute season one of this show. We are, however, embarking on season two, and season two is about leaving the negative past behind and embracing the positivity of the future um, that the future of this podcast most certainly holds for us, for the people involved. And, uh, you know, we've got some good announcements, good things are happening. It's been a, a few episodes now since we had to deal with the interference of Dweebus, aka all those Impact wrestlers, uh, whom he was never able to Google the name of, so he took the name of, uh, and we are able to bring you some new segments here. Uh, we've cut out a lot of stress from our lives. We're no longer watching uh, WWE or Impact necessarily. Uh, NXT is included with that, 205 Live, so we're saving a lot of time here. 10 plus hours a week. We're keeping it mostly to MLW Fusion. Um, and, uh, we got the segments for you. Things are coming along, guys. We thank you. Um, we thank you for your emails. You send in us emails, your compliments, criticisms to Ring of Tyranny, R-I-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y at gmail.com. We appreciate your comments, your criticisms, and, uh, we encourage you to keep, keep sending those. Send us more. Um... We got a few things to talk about here today. We got some segments. We got a mail bucket segment for you. We got some segments coming up in the future that uh, that I'll be addressing. Um, you know, we uh, we at Ring of Tyranny, uh, if you've listened before, uh, Bernie Presido is the executive producer of this show. He works tirelessly to bring you this show. He has uh, his own movie review segment on this show, uh, which his brother Donnie also had a segment at one point reviewing music, uh, which he outed himself as not really knowing a whole lot about uh, enough, especially to host a segment on a weekly podcast show. But Donnie will be returning next week with a new segment. Uh, He's been getting into shape, from what I understand, getting into fitness, and he is the original liaison between myself and Bernie Presido that led to this show. So we're going to give him another chance, folks, and you can look forward to that next episode. I believe he will be calling it something like Donnie's body pit, Donnie's muscle pit, something like that. Um, Hopefully, you're already familiar with the show you know what i'm talking about um if you don't well, i don't know hit us up at ring of tyranny at gmail.com listen to our previous episodes get familiar with the show or head on over to patreon patreon.com slash ring of tyranny that's r-i-n-g-o-f t-y-r a-N-N-Y. We currently have, uh, well, we recently acquired our first patron. His name is T.E.C. Beard. If you've been listening to the show, you've become familiar with him. Um, and we are so appreciative of him, and we would be so appreciative of you as well, should you decide to support this operation, help it grow, help it succeed, help it blast off into the future, head on over to patreon.com slash ringoftyranny, become our third, our second, our third, our fourth patron. Um... 
And maybe we'll write you a song. We wrote Bid, our first patron, a song. Uh, we wrote him a little song. goes like this. Play the song, Bernie, please. T-E-C, Bid. Thank you for your bid. T-E-C, Bid. Thank you for your bid. You commented, but you made history with um, Alan and Bertie. So thank you, patron. Our first patron. <laughs> And that was, of course, the appreciation song that we wrote for our first and only current Patreon, uh, patron on patreon.com slash ring of tyranny, TECBID, with the picture of the X-Man, uh, we're still not sure, uh, what that TEC stands for, uh, though he is apparently a fan of Dweebist and the Triangle Earth Commission, which, in my opinion, I'm kind of on the, on the wrong page there, uh, to start, um, I am not a fan of either, either of those things, Dweebus, of course, the space alien, um, that interferes with with this show that destroyed my truth-telling operation, Data Fight, uh, the Data Fight Media Emperor Empire years ago. He stole my voice from me. He destroyed my operation. Uh, you know, this operation is a truth-telling operation. Sometimes we might be compared um, to Alex Jones and Infowars. Of course, we, we're not crazy. Enough to think that we, in any way, or our small little datafied operation, had any bearing whatsoever on the mighty uh, ship that is Infowars and Alex Jones uh, in his in his huge uh, stardom. Anyway, uh, we do we are starting to grow a little bit here, and we do have a segment of uh, that we've been doing every week uh, called the Mail Bucket, where we read some of your uh, questions uh, and comments. So. Um, let's, let's bring that up now. Let's try to get that up here, Bertie, so we can read, uh, read some of these, these comments here on the mail bucket. Uh, again, if you would like, uh, to send us an email, maybe get your email, uh, read on the mail bucket segment, feel free to send us an email at ringoftyranny at gmail.com. That's R-A-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y at gmail.com. So, uh, first little email here looks, oh, look, it's, it's from, uh, T-E-C bid, our, our patron, uh. I, perhaps he's he's written in to thank us for the song we wrote. Let's see. Uh, Alan, you call your first ever patron a wackadoo. Uh, did I? Did I? Well, I didn't. Uh, do you even want the $3 I'm scrounging up for you? Where is Dweebus? Where is WWE? Don't make me send another audio file. I don't have time for these games. I need that coverage. I need Dweebus. MLW, does that stand for you, maybe, quote-unquote, maybe, like wrestling? Because that's what it sounds like when I hear your show. Dweebus may not be a born broadcaster. He may not even have blood or bones. But he's got the excitement that people want. He can solve the entire globe debate. He's in outer space, you dummy. Let him speak. Keep up the good work, TEC bid. Okay, well, Mr. TEC bid, TEC, whatever that means, uh, we thank you for your email, and we do hope you enjoyed the song, though you you did not mention it here. Um, a couple things. Uh, well, I called you a wackadoo, and that's surely uh, because of your support for Dweebus. I don't, I don't understand the support for Dweebus. Dweebus is a space alien who has nothing better to do than interfere with, with my operation and demand we cover WWE, which has pretty much become uncoverable. If, if you listen to any of the hashtag WrestleCast out there, any the 100,000 hashtag WrestleCaps that 
cover WWE every week. If you watch WWE itself, you would come to this conclusion. WWE is uncoverable, unwatchable, and Dweebus uh, does enough demanding that we cover that in the first place. Uh, we're not going to cover that, but yes, we do want the $3 uh, you've been scrounging up for you. Hopefully, uh, don't break your back, but we, we do appreciate that. Uh, MLW does, of course, stand for Major League Wrestling, and it is majorly better than uh, the WWE, in our opinion, and that is why we are covering it. Now, you come up with something interesting that uh, Dweebus, the space alien, could uh, solve the globe debate. Uh, we do we do actually agree with that. And I have brought it up before. I would not mind uh, for Dweebus to come in and uh, let us know or send us a picture from wherever he's at in outer space of the Earth so that we can solve this debate. And if you listen to the show, you know we've been getting emails from flat earthers, square earthers, all kinds of uh, Earth-shaped uh, groups. And it does get tiring. I've been fine in the belief that the Earth is round. Anyway, uh, I agree with you there, TEC Bit, and we do appreciate your patron patronage, and uh, we appreciate you uh, letting us know that we're doing good work and we should keep it up. So feel free to write in again. Uh, we love to hear from you. Ring of Tyranny at gmail.com. That's R I N G O F T Y R A N N Y at gmail.com. So it looks like, okay, so it looks like we got another a voicemail, a voice message here, Bernie, from Kevin Hurth. That's the other mail bucket. So well, why don't you play that, Bernie? Kevin Hurth here. Hey, Alan. Kevin Hurth here again, owner of the RSS feed you're using for the Ring of Tyranny podcast there. Just wanted to send in a quick little voice message. Not sure if you talked to Bernie. Uh, we got a little project in the works, a little project involving a book, involving your story. I'm sure he mentioned it to you. If he didn't, uh, well, maybe you ask him about it next time you talk to him, next time you see him. And uh, just wanted to say thanks again for, for playing my songs at the end of your episodes. I understand last week I listened in. understand you felt a little threatened by what I said about kicking you off the R RSS feed and shutting down the show. Uh, just wanted to reiterate that is true. I will be kicking you off my RSS feed and shutting down your show if you fail to play my songs at the end of your episodes. But you haven't done that yet, and I'll be listening. So uh, I think it's pretty amicable agreement. I don't see why there would be any problem. If there is, maybe just talk to Bernie about it. Maybe, um, you know, like I said, we can schedule that interview sometime in the future. Talk about the book project. Uh, project um, i'm thinking of doing here so i'll talk to you soon have a good week uh kevin hearth out wow okay oh wow okay so that's another well that's two negative uh mail bucket mail bucket nuggets in a row that's unfortunate oh that of course was the voice of kevin hearth uh the owner of this rss feed uh i've never met the man but he sent me two threatening messages now threatening to kick me off the rss feed threatening to shut down our show i mean well, what, who, what are you, Mr. Earth? Are you Dweebus? And, and I don't know what book you're talking about uh, with my story. Okay, so Bernie, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to talk to you after the show about that. Um, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll have you on. Uh, we can certainly have you on, sir, for an interview. Well, I... I would hope that you wouldn't do anything rash um, in the meantime, such as kicking us off your RSS feed before giving us a chance here. I, I, I don't understand the threats. So that's two threatening emails in a row, uh, Mr. Hearth, and that's fine if you want to make threats, but I think it's, uh, personally, I think that's uncalled for. I don't really 
have any problem with you coming on the show. I, I don't mind playing your music. We've been going through the back catalog there. It's not bad. Um, there's no problem here. So uh, why don't we just ease off the gas a little bit? Let's ease off the gas and um, let's let's not, okay? Because that's too, uh, I want this, uh, like I said, we're, we're all about positivity here. You know, we're about, here at Ring of Tyranny, we're about looking at all the junk to see the treasure, okay? So, um, that means, uh, you know, even though things might seem a little bad here, you can always kind of find the good in some, there's good in some things. We're all humans here, except Weebus. Um, so, so, you know, uh, there's no reason for threats, and if you want to keep making threats, well, um, yeah, yeah, it kind of upsets me a little bit. Anyway, uh, let's, let's move on. I guess we'll have to address that when we come to it. Let's see what this third, perhaps this third email, uh, let's hope third time's the charm. Let's hope this, this turns it around here. Okay, dear Mr. Johns, we are the Pentagon Earth, exp oh boy. Okay, all right, well, this, I'm, I'm guessing this won't be any good. Maybe we should start. Uh, reading these emails before we put them on the show, Bernie. Uh, maybe I need you to start screening these. Anyway, let's let's get let's get through it, folks. We got dear Mr. Johns. We are the Pentagon Earth Experience. We believe the Earth has five sides, and consider anyone uh, who disagrees our enemies. This is not a joke. If you continue to promote the flat earthers, square earthers, triangle earthers, conical earthers, and the most tyrannical of them all, the round earthers, we will continue to plot our revenge. You won't like what we have in store if you continue to ignore us. We will haunt your dreams forever. Best regards, the Pentagon Earth Experience. Well, <laughs> well, well, well. That is quite the email. So uh, that's about three threatening emails in a row today. So that's a new record and in uh, um, uh, atrociousness. And, uh, yeah, so the Pentagon Earth experience. So, yeah, as they said, we've heard from the Flat Earthers, the Square Earthers, the Triangle Earthers, the Conical Earthers. Um, we've heard from the Round Earthers our whole life. And, uh, you know, it's getting a lot, a lot of hand. It's getting a lot out of hand. So you're the Pentagon Earth experience. So the Earth has five sides now. Uh, okay, well, um, not only is that ridiculous, not only is that absurd, but why can't all of you just get together and call yourself something like the alternate shape earthers? The not round earthers. Why don't we just lump you guys all in a group together since you're lumping everybody that's just going with what the scientists have said for years, going with what the teachers have taught us for years, going with what our parents taught us, that the earth is round. Is it, is it so terrible for the earth to be round? Sure. All right. Listen. What difference does it make what shape the Earth is? Are you leaving anytime soon? Are you going to spend that, uh, what is it, $556 million to go up to the International Space Station to check? Is it really that important to you? You know, I'm a Christian man, and the Bible doesn't necessarily specify that the Earth is round. Maybe by the, back in the time it was written, they weren't, they weren't sure. And maybe we shouldn't act like we're so sure. But we've seen pictures from NASA. We've seen, uh, we've heard our government's announcements. And as far as I'm concerned, that could be good enough for us. What difference does the shape of the Earth make if we're not leaving anytime soon and we are still stuck here? You think if you uh, convince everyone on the Earth that it's flat again, that's going to make some kind of difference? You know, you got from from uh, from people talking about creating a space military and all this other sci-fi stuff to putting advertisements on the moon. How are we even going to get to that point when we can't agree on the shape of the planet we're standing on? 
And what difference does it make when you can't even feed all the children on the planet that we're standing on in the first place? Whether it's flat, it's round, it's, it's square, it's triangle, it's conical. It's Pentagon shaped, you're gonna haunt my dreams. So what, you're the Pentagon people that have been haunting my dreams, my nightmares? Because I thought that was Dwebus. I thought that was Dwebus haunting my nightmares. Is this just Dwebus behind all these earth shapes? I don't want any more earth shape emails. I'm putting a stop to it. No more emails about the shape of the earth. It's ridiculous. It's absurd. And it's incredible that you're so stuck up on the shape of the earth. I mean, you could literally be doing anything other than thinking about the shape of the earth with your time. You could be feeding the children. You could be finding homes for the for the abandoned puppies. You could be you could be uh, uh, feeding uh, feeding the stray cats in your neighborhood. Anything better than spending this much time thinking about the shape of the earth, which should already be settled and doesn't make a difference in the eye of God. Uh, as far as you're concerned, you are wasting your lives with this nonsense. So please stop. Please stop sending those emails. To Ring of Tyranny, R-I-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y at gmail.com. Um, now, uh, well, let's try to lighten it up a little bit, folks, here. Uh, we got the movie review segment here. Uh, this is another installment in the Mark Wahlberg filmography review series that our executive producer, Bernie Brizito, is working tirelessly to bring you every week. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, here is the segment, the movie review segment uh, with Bernie. Bernie's uh, Fleck Picks. Thanks, Alan, and welcome everyone to Bernie's Pack Flocks. Um, this week on the show, we are indeed uh, continuing our Mark Wahlberg filmography review series, and glad to say we've found a good one. And uh, it might come as a surprise to many of you. Uh, we're going to be reviewing Michael Bay 2014 film starring Marky Mark Wahlberg. Stanley Tucci, uh, Kelsey Grammer, and John Goodman's in there too. We're going to be reviewing Transformers Age of Extinction. Um, now, I was very surprised by this film. It starts out in Texas uh, with Mark Wahlberg playing inventor Ken Yeager, who lives with his 18-year-old daughter that he's trying to keep from flying away into her future. And he happens to get an Optimus Prime uh, friend who's broken down and stuck in his barn where he invents things in Texas. Now, Cade Yeager, I'm not sure how Optimus Prime ended up here, but the movie, uh, well, see, I didn't see Transformers 2 or 3. I did see part 1. Well, I did not see 2 or 3. Uh, parts 2 and 3, which had Shia LaBeouf. Um, and, st and so... I'm not sure why, but the humans at the beginning of the Age of Extinction are trying to kill the Transformers. They kill this nice old man, Transformers. This is like the U.S. government. And Kelsey Grammer, a.k.a. Fraser, is um, running like a CIA operation to rebuild Decepticons because they found uh, Megatron's brain matter or something. I don't know. But so, Cade Yeager um, hooks up with Optimus Prime. He wants to help Optimus Prime because he's a good man, inventor from Texas, family man. And um, they find this huge uh, ship where they're birthing bad robots and the government's after them with their bad robots. And there's like ancient robots and it's really cool. 
way better than the last night, which was basically unwatchable. Uh, we're gonna do something here that we've never done at Bernie's Pick Flocks. We're giving Transformers Edge of Extinction our highest rating. That's five stars out of four. Um, we're calling this a heavy, uh, fresh pick flick. A heavy, fresh pick flick. Um, Transformers 4 Edge of Extinction. Uh, I recommend personally that you find this movie and watch it as soon as you can. Uh, the second half takes place in China where I assume the movie made most of its money. Um, regardless, it's a winner. Back to you, Alan. Well, thank you, Bernie, for that review of Transformers. Uh, Age of Extinction, I actually, uh, surprisingly, I agree with you. This was a fantastic film. Uh, this ranks up there with Wahlberg's Best, uh, The Boogie Nights, The Fear, um, The Planet of the Apes uh, remake. Uh, I loved it. Fantastic. Transformers Age of Extinction. I guess I forgot to bring that up when we were talking about how bad uh, Transformers Last Night is. But this one was great. Um, you know, here at Ring of Tyranny, uh, we're all about looking at all the junk to see the treasure. And that, of course, means watching a movie like Transformers Age of Extinction or watching a product uh, like WWE or following the career of a wrestler like Glenn Gilberti. We're... Uh, about seeing the good in anything, any way we can find it, because honestly, people, let's think about it. We could think about the shape of the earth all day. We could try to convince ourselves that it's some different shape every other week. We could decide it's a different shape just to entertain ourselves. Or we could just try to focus on the good uh, that happens on the earth, regardless of what shape it is. And speaking of trying to find the good, well, um... Here at the show, uh, this is a wrestling podcast. Uh, we cover wrestling. Uh, we try to bring you the very best in news and opinion regarding the professional sports entertainment uh, that we all know and love, professional wrestling. And um, uh, that uh, involves not covering WWE anymore, exclusively or Impact. Uh, we did not watch WWE this week. There was, of course, a pay-per-view in Saudi Arabia that I don't want to mention uh, a lot of people, uh, well, a lot of hashtag WrestleCasts and the hashtag WrestleCastNation are covering this pay-per-view and saying disparaging things, posting disparaging things about um, these established wrestlers. Uh, Goldberg and Undertaker had a pretty shaky match. Um, it doesn't really need to be said anymore. It doesn't need to be harped on. There's no what good's going to come of that. Uh, the dead guy came back against uh, the dad guy, uh, Goldberg, I guess. It was a little messy. Um, I didn't watch the match. We don't support that kind of thing uh, in Saudi Arabia. I'm not sure why they had the match. But um, for, uh, you know, the, the, the hashtag WrestleCast Nation to kind of get on these guys and talk about how terrible they are, let's ease off, folks, because these guys have done a lot of good things in their careers. Let's try to see the good there. Um, and we did not watch Raw. Uh, if we did watch Raw, uh, we would have been pretty upset to see the Major Brothers Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, who are favorites of the show, lose the tag team titles uh, unfairly to the Revival, who don't need them and have already voiced their displeasure 
with the company and uh, kind of signaled that they are ready to leave the company. So I don't know why you would uh, reward them with tag team belts repeatedly in the last few months since they've been threatening to leave instead of uh, doing their jobs like good employees. So uh, anyway, that would be very upsetting if we had watched and seen that. And um, also upsetting would have been uh, the... um, the Bray Wyatt segments that have been coming up, the Firefly Funhouse apparently smashed a defenseless little rabbit uh, on his show and ate the rabbit's guts and said they were delicious. Uh, this is disgusting and terrifying and scary. And um, it's getting a little weird because it's starting to seem to, to me anyway that something's going on here. I mean, uh, at first I noticed the voice, so Bray Wyatt does these segments. This was the eighth segment, I believe, of the Firefly Funhouse, where he's doing kind of a Pee Wee Herman type show. He's wearing a sweater. He's saying things like, yowie wowie. He did the muscle man dance last week, which I did really enjoy. Uh, like I said, we had Raw on because uh, we found ourselves with little else to do, uh, much like this week. But I'm not going to admit to watching Raw. I will admit that if I did watch Raw and did see this segment, which maybe I did, maybe I didn't. I would not be happy about Bray Wyatt eating the guts of a puppet. Um, and uh, I'm not happy about it. And I'm uh, I'm also a little concerned because I'm starting to think uh, the puppets sound a little like Bray himself, and he may be voicing the puppets, uh, except that Triple H puppet that was in the Muscle Man Dance video. That, that probably wasn't him. But uh, we will possibly uh, be... Diving a little deeper into this idea that Bray Wyatt is voicing the puppets uh, on the Firefly Funhouse segment next week in our hashtag uh, WrestleSpiracies segment. Uh, there will be, uh, there will not be a hashtag WrestleSpiracies segment on this episode, but uh, we will be getting to our MLW Fusion coverage next. Uh, so let's talk about it. Uh, let's talk about some some uh, some MLW Fusion. Bernie hurt them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so MLW Fusion, uh, I believe episode, uh, what, what's it, 60? Well, uh, the newest episode of MLW Fusion displayed on Monday, uh, June 10th. At, uh, this was the replay from BN Sports. We started with Richard Holiday versus Coda Brazil. as good match. Uh, Richard Holiday, a little, uh, a little overlooked already, perhaps. Um, but he's great. He's part of the dynasty. The dynasty is going to be split up. Uh, the dynasty, of course, is the uh, faction of MLW. Uh, excuse me, MJF, who's making his way to AEW, uh, Richard Holiday, and uh, our boy, the man himself, Hammerstone, who formed the dynasty faction at MLW, who, who uh, until the Contra units showed up, were kind of the dominant um, faction that messed with everybody and made everybody's lives a living hack. And uh, they kind of had some prominence on this episode. You had Richard Holiday versus Cota Brazil. The next uh, the next match was Ace Austin versus Airwolf. Ace, Ace Austin, of course, the guy with the, the gambit uh, kind of gimmick. Um, looked like he really hurt himself at the end of the match. So I was a little concerned there, of course, with, uh, with wrestling. 
it's always um it's always kind of up in the air whether someone's actually hurt or not so we might have to look into that it looked like airwolf hurt his knee uh like airwolf airwolf's a luchador with a kind of a cute little fox mask thing but uh he's really good in the ring uh selena de la renta was on this show promising her episode next week that she's producing second one that she's in charge of is going to be great and i have reason to believe her uh we had tom lawler talking about the contra unit and he's taking him on with the fawn eric soon i'm looking forward to that um the show is kind of a dynasty um exhibition we had uh davy boy smith jr in the ring versus M- mjf this went on for a while it was a good match went on for a little while until teddy hart came in to save the day and all chaos kind of broke out as it usually does when teddy hart uh, shows up uh we had a little a fun little promo between mans warner and sammy callahan let me tell you i'm gonna say it the same thing i say every week mlw fusion is the place to be one hour of mlw fusion is uh equal to and definitely better than 10 hours of uh, other promotion programming so you might as well spend your hour if you only have one on mlw fusion and uh folks big announcement we're going to try uh from now on to possibly do this show after mlw fusion on monday so the podcast comes out tuesday morning watch out for that we're running out of time here so quickly our pod champion awards pod champion of the week teddy hart as usual if teddy hart's on the show you can expect he might be the pod champion pod women's champion of the week well that's going to go to selena selena de la renta we're looking forward to her episode of mlw fusion which will almost certainly feature a lot of promotionist Dorado next week and uh, the pod match of the week well I'm going to give it to Davey Boy Smith Jr. versus MJF ended in chaos but it was the Teddy Hart chaos that we love listen folks we love you go to Patreon go to ringoftyranny at gmail.com uh, look at all the junk and see the treasure good night thank you for listening to Ring of Tyranny the only WrestleCast in the hashtag WrestleCast Nation hosted by an ex-truth teller such as Alan Johns. Uh, we thank you for listening. We apologize for the alien interference. If you want to support the show, you know, um, maybe up the production budget so we can do things like uh, edit in time or even maybe bring you more episodes uh, more uh, shows during the week in the future if possible or maybe even just kind of a little budget to help fight uh, space alien interference which as you know is a problem with this show send us an email ringofturney at jmail.com or go to patreon.com slash ringofturney to support and Alan wants you all to know who loves his little warrior. So thanks for listening to the show and good night. <laughs> <laughs>
Ha, 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 ha,